Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Fury with the uppercut! What a punch! The right uppercut! Dillian White flat on his back at Wembley Stadium with an absolute piece of a punt where he is. The bell might know it's off! It's called off! It's all over! Yes, it's all over. It's all over, but we're just getting started. From inside the Toronto Mike Studios, it's another edition of Donovan Bailey Running Things. Jason Portwondo alongside the legendary one. And that was the uppercut heard round the world. And uh, man, oh man. You, I know you're a big time boxing fan. Huge. And, and I'm, Huge. we need to get boxing back on the map, but what a way to start this show. Listen, one, great to see you again. Um, and, and yes, uh, I, for those who don't know, uh, yes, uh, I think the, my inner dream uh, was to be a boxer. Was that don't, your backup plan? That's in, oh, hell no. Okay. That's a rough way to make a living, man. But I think I, I appreciate the sport so well. I mean, <laughs> and I got some really good friends that are, you know, world champions, undisputed champions. So it's, it's always good to watch uh, the sport and be mesmerized by uh, these people at the highest level um uh, you know of, of their sport and, and highest level of of that sport is is um quite spectacular what we saw jason man what we saw this weekend heavyweight championship fight um dillian white a big fan of dillian white i, I thought yeah man my brethren's gonna go in there and he's gonna pull an upset that I, that's i actually thought that i i, I mean it is I actually thought that he had a shot. I mean, I did. I think that he had a pretty good game plan. I mean, it seemed like he had a pretty good game plan. And, um, yeah, just just didn't work out that way, man. Tyson Fury, a different level. Mm. Six foot nine, 300 pounds, massively fast hands and fast legs for a guy that size. And, uh, yeah, as you said, <laughs> the uppercut heard and seen around the world that uh, landed uh, landed my man Dillian White on his back. Yeah, yeah that was that was kind of tough. And if you <laughs> ask White, he'll tell you felt around the world as well. <laughs> well, yeah. Brother well, got rocked. Yeah. Got rocked. So we're off and running on this edition of Donovan Bailey running things as per usual. We ask that you like, share, subscribe, follow powered by Acast and 94,000 94,000 that is a post-war British Record and talk about the most perfect backdrop, Wembley. I mean, yeah. how beautiful is that? I mean, I'm not sure what lasted longer, the fight or the the walkout. <laughs> you I know mean, what's geez. really funny? I actually didn't even realize uh, how long that walk was. I mean, I've been inside a Wembley Stadium several times, but yeah, there was um, I, mean, I don't know, maybe maybe did Dillian get tired? What was was must what, have been what, that? Was the hoopla walking? To they the played ring? about ten songs each. Man, you know, but yeah, the, the, you know what though. 94,000 people, open-air stadium, um, 
huge pay-per-view buys around the world. Tyson Fury, you know, obviously coming from a place, you know, at a depth of mental mental health hell, uh, you know, to maintain a spot and continue to maintain a spot as the heavyweight champion of the world. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was an incredible incredible event, and uh, you know, he said it's his last fight, Jason. But I, I don't know, I, I don't know, man. I, I think that um, come on now, if there are <laughs> if there are a set of athletes we know not to believe when it comes to retiring <laughs> it's got to be them damn boxers well uh I, I i'm assuming how many times have we seen them retire and and come back and pacquiao's and mayweather and but, but come th- on but think about this i mean he he got paid like so his base pay um i believe was about 38 37 or 38 million pounds or dollars whichever it is Okay. It's 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 generational wealth for one for one uh, for one fight, and I am very certain that uh, as Tyson is riding off, uh, you know, very comfortable with a nice fat paycheck from this fight, uh, he's going to be watching what Anthony Joshua and Alexander Usyk are going to do in their rematch, which is, uh, you know, I mean, Jason again as a boxer, a boxing fan, um, Tyson is the man. I understand that uh, Anthony Joshua lost uh, to to Usyk the last time. Uh, this 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 last fight was delayed because Usyk is actually back in the Ukraine fighting, real fight, guns, people dying. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if Joshua. I don't know what position he's in, man. Because you know, you have a man who beat him the last time, but a guy who was actually on, you know, the field of war. When he comes, when he comes back for, for that rematch, so I'm looking forward to that. But I mean, all all respect and props uh, to Tyson Fury for a man, um, you know, the the Gypsy King, uh, you know, the, the People's Champion, you know, a guy who's done incredible things in the ring. Uh, I'm certainly looking forward to um to you know to what he's gonna what he's gonna do. But I, but as you said, Jason, what happens is that um you know for another. 20 or 30 or 50 million dollars I'm very certain that you know these professional athletes can unretire very very quickly as you would <laughs> oh man that's the only problem I have with boxing the winner gets 100 million the loser gets 40 million call me a damn loser any day of the week <laughs> I will take one punch and drop and collect my 40 million the that, win. that's the only thing exactly you'll get just, the wind dated punch <laughs> That's it. I'm done. Don't even, don't even, just, I'm done. Oh yeah. my goodness. My ass. I can't see. Count me to 10. Okay. That's good. 40 million. That's P O R T U O N D O. Just, just, yeah. yeah. That. So, I mean, no, all serious. Tyson Fury's, you know, one of the best all time in, For sure. in terms of British boxers. Right. I mean, there's a lot of names out there. You mentioned Joshua. Of course, we think Lennox Lewis. Um, there are a bunch of others. I mean, but I guess Tyson cements his spot as. One of the elite, yeah. You know what? For sure. I mean, I, I think that also when you look, here's what happens, and 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 this is um, obviously the objective for any aspiring kid out there who wants to be a boxer needs to look at uh, someone like uh, Tyson Fury. Uh, one, he does not resemble or look like no. the athletic type. I mean, when you look at specimens, exactly. when you look at specimens, man, think about Joshua. Think about Lennox. Right, mm-hmm. uh, you know Riddick Bow, even Deontay Wilder. Like you know, when you think of like specimens, it's kind of go, oh my god, that guy's six foot five, six foot six, you know, 
five percent body fat Ripped, and could and, yeah. Yeah, and, and can knock you to the moon, right? Tyson Fury is doesn't look that way, but clearly his hand speed and his foot speed and and, and also, I mean, his uh, oh my god, his ring knowledge is spectacular. I mean, the, the ability to to you know to move his opponent around, set up for the shot, and then come in for the kill is something that uh, it, you know, he's definitely right now in the elites of the elites and uh, he definitely deserves to be there just based upon his track record and and, um, and the way he continues to move through the heavyweight, um, you know, basically the, 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 the heavyweight bracket. Yeah, so Tyson Fury may not be top 10 in terms of all-time well, how he looks right now, but I mean. What's that, what do you mean? Might not be top? No, he's, he's definitely top. Some will say he's uh, exactly right. I, I, that's some will say, and I'm like, no, no, he is. I mean, you don't want to dig too far back into the Jack Broughtons and right. Teddy Lewis and stuff like that, but uh, the kid. But but to me, he may not look the part, but he gets the job done. And and, and all I want to know: these are two good friends, right? right? Yeah. And um, it's great to see you spend you know three hours beating the hell out of one another, and then you hug at the end and be like, that was good, man. I'm like, no, Three no. hours are you talking well, about? Well, I'm just saying. I'm just extending <laughs> well, things a little bit to, well, to get people their money's worth. Well, yeah, well, you, you, would, you would believe that. You would right. believe that. I mean, I, yeah, they, they, they've been friends for a very long time, and, and, and that's what I'm saying to you, that, that although on paper, um, you know, Dillian White was certainly an underdog on paper, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I thought that one is a yard man, so I have to support him for that. Gotcha. Two, he's you know, you know, he's got a pretty, um, you know, a, a pretty serious journey, like on his way to to where he's at today. Fair enough. And I thought that I thought that he had the ability to pull it out because he knew, uh, he knew uh, uh, Tyson Fury. Uh, you know, however, I think that when someone again is six foot nine, who can bounce around like a welterweight. Uh, with long arms and also, you know, massive and, you know, ring acumen, uh, it's quite tough. It's quite tough. I mean, at the end of the day, if Dillian Wright at six foot four, if he's trying to get in on the inside on Tyson Fury and Tyson Fury is simply just jabbing him, he can't get in there. He just get a bigger, stronger, you know, taller man is always going to have an advantage over a shorter man, you know, so, you know. And white. I mean, that's just his third loss in 31 fights. So in his first attempt right. at the big stage. Well, well and the te- so, I got to tell you, you technically know. it's his second loss. I mean, I, technically his second loss. I mean, again, I'm, yeah. you know, I try, he lost to, to um, Bovatkin. And, and uh, he, was, he was winning the fight, and then he slipped. Uh, he, well, he, he, there was a lapse in defense. <laughs> and, and like in every heavyweight championship, right. one punch. Good night. Uh, yeah, so he did. So he did uh, avenge that loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, but but for White, I mean, he's lost to Anthony Joshua, and he's now lost to Tyson. Sure. And he's lost to Tyson Fury. The so resume is good for sure. Yeah, yeah, so. I mean, it's not as unblemished as Fury's in those thirty-three fights, but still. Yeah. Last thing I want to ask you before we wrap this up: it, most famous phrase, famous word, I guess I should say, in the sport, rematch. Are we going to see that? Ah, uh, you know, well, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Or you, you're definitely. I think that there was the trilogy with Deontay Wilder is something that um, that the fans wanted, and and I think that t- both of them wanted because they both were gladiators who felt that they were both king of the mountains mm-hmm. and uh, king of the mountain. And I think that that was 
uh, very necessary. The rematch with Dillian White, no. I, I can't see that happening. Um, Tyson Fury uh, will apparently needs to, he wants to f- fight um, Francis Ngannou from, from the UFC, which would be like, my God. I mean, there'd be two man mountains, you know, trying to knock, you know, the heads off each other's necks. Um, you know, so I, I think that Tyson Fury, they, they suggested something like that after the fight. And certainly uh, Tyson Fury would be looking to see uh, what happens in the Anthony Joshua Alexander Usyk fight. So I, as a track fan, as a, as a boxing fan, mm-hmm. uh, am looking forward to see what the winner of that looks like. And uh, and see obviously what Tyson's gonna do. I mean, I I, I think he'd be uh, he, he wants to be Tyson Fury. In order for him to be at the top of the mountain, he wants to be like Lennox Lewis. Lennox Lewis is one of the greatest boxers that ever walked the face of the earth, undisputed champion, right? That's what Tyson Fury has to get in order to cement his legacy. So he's definitely gonna be watching. Uh, what happens with Joshua and 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 Usyk, and and then if he fights that winner, and 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 wins that, then he certainly can retire as the new best, right? And the new undisputed. Uh, but you have you have to get there. It's just like just like in track and field, you have to be Olympic champion, world champion, and world record holder. I mean that that's the undisputed of track. Uh, the undisputed of um, boxing is having all the belts at the same time. Fair enough. We will end it right there. Uh, last question, by the way. Lennox, is he British? He Canadian? Jamaican? Wait. Lennox is a straight yard man, oh. British Canadian. Okay. <laughs> How is that for riding the fence? <laughs> well, he is. He's all of the above. All right. Yeah, Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's talk some basketball because, my goodness, I got to give you some credit. When we spoke last week on the program, I said to you, Donovan, when we pick up the dribble right. seven days from now, Right. Will the Raptors still be in it? You said a resounding yes. Yeah. We'll talk Raptors in a moment, but first, my goodness, who could have possibly predicted this from the one-time favorite to win the NBA championship, wow. Brooklyn Nets? Boston, four in a row. After they lost in five to the Nets last year, they answer back with their eighth series sweep in franchise history. Yes, apparently March Madness has been extended into April because (laughs) who the hell could have expected Brooklyn? Brooklyn with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Yeah. I mean, two of the best ballers on the planet. And I realize there was a lot going on with him missing games and blah, 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 blah. But I don't care. Them losing is not a big deal. You get swept? Yeah. I I can't remember we talked last week also, and I thought that although – Brooklyn limped into the playoffs. Right. Remember, I, remember we talked about this. Yeah, yeah. I still thought that they were actually going to win this series. I thought I thought that they had a chance to beat Boston because you have seen uh, Kyrie in the playoffs. You can, you can see, you've seen Durant in the playoffs. And certainly you've seen, um, you know, when the team gathers, gets together, and is, is in rhythm, you know, have the ability, to, you know, to go for a good run. I never saw this coming, bro. I never, ever saw this coming. And yeah, you know what? I, I don't know if they're disappointed or not. I think that um, professional athletes today are different than when, you know, uh, when I was in my prime. I mean, I, I if I'm Durant or Kyrie, I'd be mad as hell. 
I mean, I would be, I'd be pissed actually. Not even mad as hell. Let me see the. I'll say that word. Uh, you know, this is crazy. I, 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 I'm shocked. All I'm saying is I'm shocked. But you know what? It's done. It's done. You got that right. It's done. Uh, they're <laughs> done playing, all right. They're playing. Uh, you know, now it's time for golf or swimming. Whatever you do in the off season, wow. and uh, you got to gather. Let me ask you a question. Okay, go for it. Um, do you think that Steve, our Steve Nash, do you think that Steve Nash uh, deserves to be fired? No, no. People that are looking from the outside in, right. I, I get it. You have two sensational athletes on your team. Yeah. You got a stack squad. Okay, I get it, but. You got to remember the intangibles. First of all, it's not easy sometimes when you have that much talent. Right. Not enough basketball to go around. Right. One. Two, Kyrie missed a lot of games. I mean, of almost 250 possible games for Kyrie and Kevin to play together. Yeah. I think the number was 58 games they've actually played. So right. I don't care how good you are. You need to mesh. You need to have that camaraderie. You need to have that unity. Yeah. I mean, you being on a four-by-one, you oh, know, yeah. right? Absolutely. You got to have it going on. You could be the four best individually, but sometimes you need that chemistry. So for me, I would say no to Steve Nash getting fired. I, I just don't know where they go from here, though, because there's going to be a lot of finger pointing. <laughs> right. And we didn't even mention the name Ben Simmons yet. Oh, man. Do, I you, mean, do we want to go there, though? Do you want to? <laughs> I, I guess maybe we need to. If um, you're a Nets fan, well, well, what the uh, what? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just saying to you that, that uh, you know, obviously I'm – I'm seeing all the pundits, um, you know, having uh, dialogue and, mm-hmm. and 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 clearly, uh, you know, criticism going uh, the Nets way. Uh, but but uh, you know, to my question earlier to you, I don't think that. I think uh, first of all, I think it's very important for a te- when you're in a team uh, uh, atmosphere. Okay, I think it's very important to have a rhythm, and although people know each other. And also, you've got tons of great ballers. There's five people on the court at a time. And it's very, very important that you understand how you're going to distribute that uh, as efficiently as possible to get as much buckets as possible because that's actually the name of the game. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that uh, Steve definitely needs to get a, a good year under his belt again uh, to, you know, to see what he can do with these talented people. Uh, Kyrie, I think that, uh, you know, with the COVID situation uh, and the, the, the and the vaccination issue, that might be a problem. I'm just talking about, uh, you know, just having rhythm, like like we talked about. Uh, Durant is a beast, and we know that. We know, we absolutely know that he's a beast. Can't do it on his own, though. Well, it's a team sport, yeah. you know, and, and, and as far as Ben Simmons, man, guy's got to make up his mind, bro. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be, today I, I guess I'll, I'll use pissed again I mean if I was his teammates like if he said if he showed up and said yo I cannot play this year fine so, so count me out yeah no yeah. you know what I mean yeah if, 100%, he, like, yeah. Like if he said yo I've, I've got a I've got a pull hamstring I've got mental health issues like whatever it is like whatever it is you respect just, that just say yo I am out I'm out I'll be on the bench I will be cheering you on. I'm not even going to come to practice. I'm going to go somewhere else and rehab and, and do all the things I need to do. So I'm not, you know what I mean? I wouldn't even come to, if I were him, I wouldn't even go to practice just to like mess up the rhythm of who's there. And also for anyone else, you know, who's sitting on the bench that might feel that they could get some minutes to kind of get out there and get into the mix and see how that is in practice in hopes that they get in the game. I'm saying that I don't know what, um, the, the, the organization is going to do with him. Uh, but I'm hoping that he makes a swift and specific and precise 
decision as to what he's going to do, man. It's like, yo, I'm going to play or I'm not going to play and hear the reasons why I'm going to do either. Right. That's that to me is what it is. But yeah, I want I would like for our boy Steve to um, Steve Nash to 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 just have an opportunity, you know, to let everyone go away. You know, at the end of the obviously it's the end of the season now, but everyone kind of go away, see how it all fits in. And then uh, he can put together something that 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 could be that could be real good. I want Steve to put together a team, one of the teams that he played on. You remember when? Hey, I checked all four games. The box score: Steve Nash did not miss a shot. Right. He didn't miss one damn shot the entire series. Right. So, for me, you know, it's not the easiest thing trying to coach all these egos. People don't realize that as uh, well. It's not. It's not just. I, I don't think. I, I still don't think it's coaching egos, man. You have. You, you have one ball, and, yep. and ultimately, you have one ball, and you've got a. You've got a coach making a ton of dough, and you've got, and then you've got, you know, four, five guys on on the court making. You know, is he the best coach uh, out there? Hell no. I don't, but I don't think this. I don't think. I don't think I don't, that people yeah. buy. People don't buy. And I've said this before, and I said it in track too. People don't buy tickets to go watch a coach. And uh, you know, I don't know how many people went. Uh, you know, went to the gardens to go watch Steve coach when he was playing. Mm-hmm. Certainly had a couple. Of, he had fans. Uh, but it's it's about the team. It's about the five guys that are playing on the court at a time, and the guys sitting on the bench. And uh, yeah, he, um, man, you know, I, I just wanted to have another shot. I mean, I just think it's, uh, you know, I, I just hope he doesn't get fired. No, he shouldn't. And, and speaking of coaches, as we wrap that series, yeah. uh, Ime Udoka, yeah. oh, coach of the God. Boston yeah, Celtics. Yeah. I don't know what he said to his team at that portion of the season, but down the stretch, right. they were the best team in all of basketball, and they rode that wave of momentum right into this series. And I can't wait for Boston and Milwaukee. Well, we're gonna get that next. Fire, brother! It's that, fire. That man. might be it's the fire. NBA Finals right there. Mm, okay, it, it doesn't get better than that. It doesn't get better. Than that. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on. Let's move on because the Toronto Raptors. Oh, by the way, Goran Dragic could have played for the Raptors. Plays for or played because they're out now for the Brooklyn Nets. Who could have possibly ex- expected him to be out before the Raptors? Not many, but the Raptors are still going. Yes, they I showed a lot of gut. And they showed a lot of determination and grit. And, and, you know, a lot of people couldn't stomach being down 0-3, but all of a sudden they're right back in it. You know what? You know, my coach used to always say that they don't hand out medals at the 30-meter mark. Uh, You know, so if I had a terrible start, I really had to understand that I'd put the work in already. And it is I had to regroup and correct my mistakes. And and what I liked – and what I like about – about the Raptors, yes, we we're talking about it. They were zero and two, and then zero and three, and you and you know, there's a whole lot of people that are disappointed. But you saw one of the things I watch uh, when I'm, especially when I'm watching basketball. You you see you see signs of brilliance. You see the team coming together. You see, uh, you know, guys starting to hustle. Like especially guys off the bench start to hustle. And you saw that in Game Three. You saw that in Game Three. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, the expectations, were, and, and Jason, you and I have talked about this all year with, with the Raptors. The Raptors are young and long and fast, you know, and if they turn any of this stuff into a track meet, that's exactly what it is. And we saw the game, even the last game that they played, man. Embiid was tired, tired. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. And, 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 and that's because. T-I-Y-A-D, got- <laughs> in case you're trying to spell it right there. Tired. Okay, yeah. Right, yeah. And, and I think that, 
And 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 ultimately, it is it is those young guys running at him and running around him, getting him in in foul trouble. And again, I think that you know, straight up amazing job the coaching staff has done uh, for the team. One uh, to keep them mentally and psychologically in it, and the team now obviously is is now in rhythm, and they're and they're at a place right now where they Toronto feels, and I am confident. Uh, that they can win the series, and and I think that um, I think that's really what it is. There, there's no chance that they're coming to Toronto. The Philadelphia's coming to Toronto to play what tomorrow, next day, whatever. There's no chance that they're coming to Toronto uh, and losing here. And so this is a seven game series, and and Toronto's in it. You watched it live, Game Three. You yeah. were at the yeah. gym. Mm-hmm. You saw it. They were up by a gazillion points. They let that one slide. The Toronto Raptors could very easily be coming back home with a chance to win the series. Correct. Philly's lucky in a way. Right. I know it sounds weird to say that for a team that was up 3-0. Right. But the Raptors let that one slip in game three. Even game one, I know they lost by 20. They were in that for three quarters. Yeah. And then in the fourth, I don't know what happened. The only game I, I really feel like they didn't deserve to win was game two. But, yeah, you know, it's never happened before. Right. A team coming back from down 0-3. In basketball, we've seen it just a handful of times in other sports, but my goodness, this this could be the first. Listen, it, it's you know what's really funny? It's gonna be the first, and I'm telling. Wow. Uh, but 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 I tell you, it's wow. gonna it's gonna be the first, Jason. But here's okay. another here's another thing that one I'm a big fan, uh, you know, of Doc Rivers. I am. I okay, am a good. He's a really good coach, and I don't know what he's gonna do in Philadelphia, man, because those fans are not forgiving. Man, <laughs> there were five minutes left in the game, and they're leaving. Hey, those Philly fans, fans are the. Hey, you know what? But I like you that. ever run in Philly. Absolutely, Penn Relays. Penn, I was gonna I, say, yo, yeah. but but Penn Relays though is different because that's true. Penn Relays true. is different because that's basically it's Jamaica against the world, right? Right, right? And, and, and the crowd isn't all just American, yeah, right? I mean, and 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 uh, and and when you're there, um, yeah, there's probably you know an eclectic group. Uh, where and and track fans are just track fans. It's not. It's not. They're not uh, as rambunctious, uh, you know, as basketball or football fans. Track fans are like, hey man, yeah, yeah, yeah all right, <laughs> you know, like it's it's ne- it's never. Um, there's never any. We'll say, uh, overt, blatant, um, you know, negative energy towards it. They just like, yeah man, I, you know, my guy's not you. It's the other guy, right? <clears throat> so it's all good. But yeah, I mean, I I, I like Doc. I think that Doc's a good coach, um, but yeah, I mean, unfortunately, we have to go through him uh, to get to the next series, and and you know, I'm I'm quite confident that Toronto's going to go through. Mm-mm-mm. I'm, I'm telling you what, I'm saying this to Doc Rivers. You know, as much as any sport is a physical thing, mentally, you can see it on Philly. They're like, mm, what what is going on here? I mean, Philly, their only lead they had in game four, yeah, game five. Mm-hmm. I was going to say game four, game yeah, five. Right. They got the first bucket of the game. Yes, you know Harden got a couple early buckets, and then he was MIA. I think he was like two of nine the rest of the game. That the thing is with Harden, he he needs to be more aggressive. I'm gonna, I was gonna, I was just gonna ask you what happened to him. He's he's non-existent. One one of the best players in the NBA. Yeah, you know what? If they're gonna double Joel, right. somebody else is gonna have to beat the Raptors. Yeah. Whether it be you know James, right? Whether it be Maxi, whoever, I don't care. I'm saying to you that, like, I agree with you, and I'm saying to you that. That, that everyone knows that Harden can put, can put up 40 every game. 
But when the playoffs not, come around, not this James Harden. Well, I mean, playoff, he's not the playoff, same. playoff James, yeah. playoff James. But I'm saying to you that mm-hmm. he should be able to put up 40. And the fact is that if he gets double teamed, he's got the biggest guy in the NBA that he can pass the ball to, right? right. So you actually have two guys that can put up 40 each. You got two, two men on the Sixers that can score 80 points a game. And, you know, hey, man. Uh, big up to the Raptors. Respect to the Raptors, man, because, you know, they're doing it, bringing it home, bringing it back here. We're going to take that. We're going to take game six, and then we can go to Philly, and we can close it out. Yeah, and, and the last thing we'll say about this, the Raptors' length, as you touched on, it's troublesome for other teams. Absolutely. I mean. Length and speed, right. Thaddeus Young talked about it when he played against the Raptors. Now he's with them. He's like, man, I'm glad I'm on this side. And Pascal Siakam quickly. I mean, Pascal brothers sure. balling. Pascal's doing what Pascal's supposed to do, man. Balling. All right. I love it. Donovan Bailey running things. Port Wando and Bailey got you covered again. Uh, powered by ACAST. And, you know, we're always looking for sponsorship, right? We're always looking for support. So, always. E- Business, Elon, we're open. E- Elon Musk, if you happen to be listening, <laughs> I mean, we're not going to take, you know, $44 billion of your dollars, just send us a few. And, uh, four. Four is good. Four? Okay. Four billion. I'll, I'll take point four. But yeah. anyways, <laughs> anyways, yeah, the huge news, obviously, uh, him taking over Twitter. I mean, we knew it was, it was going to happen, but now it's official. Yeah, you know what? Um, probably not surprising. I mean, the guy did buy 9% of it. Uh, mm-hmm. But one of the things that I, I read a lot and, and, and very fortunate to be around very wealthy people. And obviously, one of the things that, uh, you know, when you – have a great business model and then you make lots of money. Um, the, the next great thing for any Uber wealthy person or family to do in the world is to buy a news outlet or a publishing platform as it is in the new world. And, uh, Elon Musk is, uh, is someone that, um, he moves markets in, in business, in real estate, he moves economies in, in decisions that he makes in one tweet uh, that he does. And, and I think that it, it just looks, it looks, uh, it, it probably looks, it looked like the, the next step for me, uh, mm-hmm. you know, where, where he, he, you know, he's such a powerful figure and he, he certainly has the money uh, and uh, the, 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 the support and the people around him uh, that he can, you know, pull out you know, $44 billion uh, to give an all cash deal to someone like Twitter, uh, which makes him, you know, you know, he wants it to be a free speech platform, but he, he, you know, he is now the most powerful person on the planet because not only is one of the richest people Mm -hmm. on the planet, uh, but, and he controls markets and economies and all those things, like I said, but now he can control the news. And the first gazillionaire on the face of Earth, yes. yes, you just heard that right. A gazillionaire, <laughs> that's what he is. That's uh, way more than being a billionaire. But yeah, Forbes has already said it. He's number one when it comes to the Benjamins. We get it, and a lot of that success, of course, you know, you think of all the different things that he's into: Tesla and SpaceX and whatever else. Can you imagine just having so much money? You're just like, I don't know what to do with it. Here, you take some because I don't need that much. Yes, like, yes, Jason, I can. Well, yes. it must be nice. <laughs> it must be nice. Well, Mr. Musk, Sir Musk. <laughs> If you happen to be listening, you know, you can be a part of this podcast for, I would say, $43.9999 billion less than what you spent right. to get Twitter, right? We're, we're good that way, right? We're, we're pretty good. Like I said, we only need $4 billion. $4 billion will work. Okay, so Elon, come on in. 
I'll take point you're, you're, two. He's, he's, he's sort of Canadian. Elon, I'll take point two billion. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. <laughs> but yeah, no, this is huge. And um, does Twitter get better? Well, I think with that him he, now running things, I think how that, is this going to affect? I think that he has, I, I you know, from, again from what I read, um, and and also speaking to experts as to why uh, he's doing it. Yeah, why he, was was Twitter in trouble or something? Or? No, I don't get it. I, one, I think that um, it being a public company, there's a whole there's a whole slew of people, um, you know, board of directors, uh, there's a whole slew of advisors, investors that you have to report to. But him making it private again, uh, there's more control. Um, decisions are made quickly uh, and precisely, and it's really only one person. So I think that uh, he will, you know, free speech, which is I think what he wants, um, what, what he wants the platform to completely be, right. uh, um, I think that he, he wants to turn this uh, back to the people uh, without without going through um, the the corporate sphere, you know, the, the, the of, of 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 the many layers, you know, of what a public company is. And um, yeah, I think it's, I, well, you know what? I think it's going to be better. He has he certainly has ideas. He said he has ideas, and and I'm looking forward to see what all those are. I mean, you know, I, I'm on Twitter, you're on Twitter. Uh, so we know it's a, it's a fantastic, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a fant- fant- fantastic uh, media platform. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to see what he does. I mean, I, I, I think it's, I'm, I'm hoping as an optimist, as you know, Jason, I'm an optimist. I, I, I hope that it gets better um, and you'll be able to you know, do and say whatever you got to say on it. And um, you know, and, and let's hope it makes the world better. Got to give the people what they want, as Amen. the song goes, right? So, Amen. Uh, Amen. He's Donovan Bailey running things. He's Elon Musk buying things. Yeah, uh, I, I want to be buying say. things. Yeah. I want to get to the buying things. No, I love you, but yeah, I love him a little <laughs> yeah. bit more. No, no offense, but uh, it is that time once again here on the program. It's our two-minute blitz. It's our last minute of play. It's time to fire this man up inside the anchor leg. Yes, burning the time where I hand off the baton and let the man do his thing. Baton. Oh, Baton. man, I tell you. Well, Baton. we started things <laughs> with uh, boxing off the top, Tyson Fury. Well, we got another Tyson to talk about. Mike Tyson was recently, <laughs> now I've heard of snakes on a plane. I've heard of Tysons on a plane, too, because there was some intoxicated gentleman who was just giving it to Mike. On the plane, and then Mike said, I had enough. And you know what the funny thing is? Before this, Mike actually took a selfie with the guy, gave him an autograph and everything else, and then decided to imprint his knuckles on his face. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what? <clears throat> I think that um, we live in a world right now where people do stupid things for content. And the, totally. The, and, and, and I think that that's very unfortunate when you're dealing with public people because they're people. I said public people. I realize it's public people or public figures. Uh, they're people too. And, 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 and what's always incredible, and people always, I don't know why people ever give Mike Tyson flack. Mike Tyson, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet in the world, right? And, and obviously, you know, when, if someone comes up to me or him or whoever uh, to, to take a photo, take a photo, that's it. But don't violate, don't, don't violate the man's space. First of all, it's still, he's still Mike Tyson, Right. You know? So don't go after you've done all that. Don't go violate the man's space, man. That's why he boxing in your face. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I'm sure you just check out any 
social media platform, you can find it. So, uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Let's move on. There was a lady who recently was camping out in Washington. Oh. She accidentally dropped her phone in the outhouse. She went in to retrieve it and got stuck. Had to be rescued by firefighters. I'm going to ask you. At what Where do you point, get these from? At man? what point in time <laughs> does a cell phone become just a damn cell phone? You're like, you know what? I can get a new one. Would you that go time? And, would, exactly, at, dude. At that, well, listen. Does it matter if it's a number one or a two? Does it you, as to Bro, whether or not you go back and get it? I'm a germaphobe. <laughs> I, I'm I'm a need free germaphobe guy. So you're not going in after that phone I'm, with no, all no, those contacts. I'm very scornful. If I drop my phone in mud, I might not go get it. I'm just saying to you that. Wow. I'm saying to you that. This is a different well, type of mud. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what I'm saying to you is that. No, at no point whatsoever do I feel that if I, if I, well, one, I think that if I'm going to the washroom, you know, you can, you need to put things away. I mean, you really don't need it. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't necessarily need, but, but yeah, if there's, um, if I drop my phone somewhere, it's gone and I get a new phone. Wow. That, that's it. So, so that's a, that's a very hard hell no. I will not be retrieving my phone if I drop it, especially in a place like that. Yeah, that, that's crazy. That, All right, let's move on. <laughs> There's never been a female coach behind an NHL bench, but Corey Chevery is on path to try and change this. Now, and recently, she became the first woman to serve as a coach at a Canadian Men's National Team event last week. It was in Germany. The, the uh, IIHF Under-18 Worlds are wrapping up this weekend. In our lifetime, will we ever see... A female behind the bench of a hockey team in the NHL, um, as a head coach, even assistant. I, I think so. I think so. What coaching is about uh, the ability to teach and to impart knowledge on um, uh, athletes, and uh, you know, it's it is it is terrible to 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 put that. Um, to, for anyone to put that in, mm-hmm. in, in in some sort of gender spacing, uh, there's amazing some of the you know some of the most amazing coaches I know are female. Some of the most uh, other amazing coaches are male, and I think that um, we will see we will see whether we might not see an, a, a head coach, right? Uh, but I hope that we see um, you know um, like I hope I hope we see that I, there. Think about this stuff, uh, you know, like Andre de Grasse at U, USC, his head coach. Was female, right. so so I'm saying to you nothing like, wrong with so it. So I'm saying to you in track, in track you see that in track you see like uh, the, the the person who can get the most out of that athlete or that person. It, 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 gender does not matter to me. So yes, I'm hoping that I see uh, a female coach behind the bench of a hockey team and basketball team and football team for that matter. Because again, um, incredible. The person that can impart the greatest knowledge to those athletes and and motivate those athletes is actually is actually what equality is about, and that's who I want to see. One hundred percent. It doesn't matter your color. It doesn't matter your sex. It shouldn't matter if you Amen. can coach. That's all that matters. And don't forget about Becky in San Antonio, right? Absolutely, working Absolutely. with Pop. Right? Yep. So yep. if that can happen out there, it definitely can happen. All right. One more thing to talk about. Oh, my favorite footy experience, Champions League. We're down to four teams, a couple of English sides taking on a couple of Spanish sides. So I'm going to break it down for you on the way out. We've got Liverpool, Man City in terms of England. we got Spain's Villarreal and Real Madrid. Will we have two Spanish teams, two English teams, or a mix in the final? I'm going with the mix. Mix? Yeah. I'm, okay. what, what are you thinking? 
I'm thinking you could be right. Real Madrid just seems <laughs> poised to get it done. As much as I, I wouldn't be surprised to see an all-English affair, and I don't want to talk premiership. I don't want to talk English football because my team, Everton, is about to get relegated, which Ouch. would be Sorry. just so Sorry again, bro. devastating. But I'm going to say the final two, I'm going to go Liverpool and Real Madrid. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to tell you. Okay. See, I mean, why you're, why you're stealing these things from me. Okay. That's, just, that's not right, man. Okay. Yeah. Well, but it could that's very easily ex- be Liverpool and Man United. Uh, absolutely. Well, I mean, I'm a Man U fan, but, you know, I just think that Real Madrid is... Not Man United, sorry, Manchester yes. City. Yeah. Yeah, you're a Man U fan? Well, I've been a Man U fan, yes. Absolutely, man. <laughs> uh, shots out to Rio Ferdinand, man. It's been a yeah. minute. Yeah, well, it's been a minute since you guys have actually won a match, too. Don't, so don't worry you, about you, it. Maple Leaf fan? You're not, <laughs> you're, not as, you're not as bad as Everton, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, we'll keep it on the Champions League because that, for me, is the favorite. So we have come to the end, again, of another edition of Donovan Bailey running things as per usual. You know the drill. We ask that you like, share, subscribe, follow, be a part of it, powered by ACAST. And as always, you get the final word. Um... Listen, uh, get out there. It's summer's coming in Canada, anyways. Get out there. Uh, Says the man when it's five degrees. Exercise, <laughs> um, drink water, stay safe, and we'll see you next week. All right. Thanks to the company. He is Donovan Bailey. I'm Jason Portwando. This has been Donovan Bailey for Running Things.